in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Welcome back to the Soulful Leader Podcast with me, Marin, and Stephanie, who's here with me. And happy holidays to everybody. I hope you had a wonderful holiday and are looking forward to this 2022 that's right around the corner. It's so amazing. And I know everybody is right now thinking about what 2022 will look like. And collectively, we have this moment of opportunity to kind of reset. One of the things that Stephanie and I were just talking about is there's always a moment to reset, whether it's in the middle of your day or the next day or whenever. And this collective kind of agreement that we have to do it at the end of each year and into the beginning of the next year, it does have a power for all of us. And one of the things that we really wanted to chat about today was how to do it differently. I think that so many of us are in agreement that it doesn't work. (laughs) It just is, you know, New Year's resolutions. What does that even mean? And I think a lot of us are, are over that and looking for, it is, we feel like we want to reset and we're not sure how to do it or what it means. And I know for myself, I've found I found a couple of things that have really worked for me and I thought we could share them. And I know Stephanie has too. So, yeah, I, a lot of times I can feel this too, as well as I might talk to my clients and that if, when they say they, they don't want to do new year's resolutions because they don't want to set themselves up for failure, for not completing them or not sticking to them. And I think, you know, I, and I can relate to that too. It's like, we are so conditioned as a society on the outer success and that if we haven't reached our goal by a certain time or, you know, we got distracted or, or things happen that there must be something wrong with us or there must be something wrong with how we're doing it. And I, I, you know, this is about what if there wasn't anything wrong with it? What, What if there's actually something right about you and that, we have a more beautiful way of being present to it. And I know we just, we just passed the celebration of Christmas and about being present. And it isn't about the actual consumer present. It's really about presence of what are we present to? And just let that sink in for a minute because, you know, we we're so conditioned again about giving presence instead the of being, outer yeah instead of being present and we need both i i just had a conversation with um with a friend of mine who had given a really great gift to someone and the person they had given it to was aghast of like 
you didn't tell me you were going to give presents. I wasn't prepared. I, I don't have anything for you. And you could experience the shame that came up with this being. And, and we've all felt that we've all felt that it's like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Why didn't I, why didn't I bring something? Or did I, did I have enough? Did I give enough? And, and the reason I'm bringing up this is because it's such a mirror of even when we think of New Year's resolutions or moving into goal setting and planning, it's like, I, sometimes we feel like I, I don't have any more to give. Like I, I have given everything I can. I, I've done everything I can. It's not working. We feel frustrated and we make it, we shame ourselves. About yeah. It. I was going to say that we go into the shame. Yeah. The shame of, like, I didn't have a gift or I didn't have enough. And whether that's for somebody out there or for our own goals or for, you know, it's like, we're always looking at where, where should I have done more? What should I have to, instead of, you know, like for your friend, what if that person could have just been present and received it? Exactly. Like that is the, I think of a hug, you know, it's mm. like a hug is a circle one has to receive the hug as well as give it it's it's the same but we can be so conditioned that more is better and to do more and to have more is better when there has to be someone receiving it too and and so a different way of looking at new year's resolutions is what we're going to talk about today so we're really glad you're here and listening because obviously you're you're ready for a new way in a way that is more loving and kind and beautiful. So one of the first things that I do is instead of thinking forward into what I want, I actually set myself in the future and future Marin. So what a, it seems like a small nuance, and yet it is a huge difference. So I'm going to give you guys an exercise that you can do for yourselves. Set yourself in December of 2022 or even January of 2023. And you could draw a circle on the floor in front of you and say that is the future that you're and actually step into it if you're very kinesthetic or if you're less kinesthetic and more visuals, picture yourself there. If you're auditory, tell yourself a story about it. And w whichever of those works best for you, step into that time and place, like put yourself in that future and then think about what happened over the past year. So for me, it's like, I, I'm very kinesthetic. So I'll step into my future self and I'll actually embody her and I'll kind of wiggle around and be like, Ooh, what does she feel like? What did we do? What happened this past year? How did I experience it? Uh, what did I learn? What were my thoughts? Who did I become? What did I, you know, like all kinds, I asked myself all kinds of questions about what happened over the past year. And not just the outer doing what happened. It's also the inner becoming of what happened. And I think you're going to say a real key thing here too. I want to add a little thing is sometimes, you know, we do this unconsciously because we're conditioned is that we come to the worst case scenario. It's like, Oh, it's going to get worse. Are we going to have this pandemic another year? Mm -hmm. It's like, so here's the opportunity to choose an ideal, to choose 
and, and we haven't been there yet. So I know there's a part of you that's saying, but I don't know. I, how am I going to know the future? I don't have a crystal ball. Well, what if, what if I'm, we were giving you the crystal ball right now to say, you get to create this whole new world. Yeah. What would be, what would be important to you? And I'm not talking about the other, I'm not talking about the checkbox thing of like, I got this and I did that. And I'm talking about the internal experience. Like, how will you know that you are successful? Because success is different for everybody. But how do you know? Like, how will you be? It's it's the, you know, I say we need to be good doobies and doobie doobie do. <laughs> because we, we need to do both. It's like, the, but we, if we could start with the beingness, like, we are human beings. I, I know I've said this a few times on the podcast, but we are human beings. And who do you want to be a year from now? Do you want to be more loving, more kind, more at peace, more secure in your life, more confident, more clear, whatever that might be, right? right. Step into that circle. Yeah. That, so it's, it is. Thank you for clarifying that. It's your ideal self that you step into that circle that you create or the person you're talking to or the person that your vision, your ideal self from a year, a year plus from now. And you're looking back with her eyes or with his eyes from that place. And then let your pen go and just start writing that out and hold that vision from the highest place possible. And if you catch yourself like in that, Oh, I don't know. What if you did know? What if a part of you did know? And it's the highest part of you. It's the like the most beautiful. The the what's the most beautiful thing that could occur that that you could create that could be created with you? You know, what so created. So let's talk about that because one of the things that came up also in our conversations was about productivity and you know effectiveness mm. and going back into the doobie doobie do. And so here you are stepping into your ideal and you're being it. Talk to me a little bit about why that is of helpful and how it can actually be more productive to be rather than to do. That's great. And this is something that I have struggled with for years. And I'm, I feel like I'm just starting to get a handle on it is that I always had like even when I first started to do this future vision, what I what we call the future vision, which we got from Roger James Hamilton, phenomenal man. Um, when I first started to do it, I would be like, okay, I went in, I got my future vision. And what that meant to me was I broke it down by quarter and then I broke that down by month. And then I had a plan of what I needed to do each month. And not much changed as far as like how I felt about myself, who I was about myself. I was still in the rat race essentially. And no matter how much I accomplished, I, there was always, there was still this, this feeling of it wasn't enough that I was still on this old, this outer validation, you know, like circle of life. <laughs> so what I started to do differently with that was really, the presence thing that you were just talking about of being present to who I was going to become that person that 
I, I was in 20, that I am <laughs> in 2023, that's looking back, what are her qualities and being present to her qualities and who she became and then listening, stopping a lot of the doing, like not even some of the doing. <laughs> the more I do this, the more, the less I do. It's so great because <laughs> I love that. I love that. The more present yeah. I become, the more present I become the less of the outer grind that I am caught up in and the more beautiful my life has become. And it's, it is, it's a practice. And we've talked about this. I think we mentioned it last week, maybe the week before. It's like a practice is something you do on a regular basis. It's not a one-time thing. And so finding a practice, a presencing practice that you do to help Hope you to become more present on a regular basis. And here's here's an, an uh, I love that because a practice of presencing. Mm. Because if you're not practicing, you're going to miss what's coming in. Yeah. And it's going to take more life force, more energy to actually do it from your past self rather than from your future self. And I just want to break in for a second because. When you said you're going to miss what's coming in, I thought about your friend with the gift, right? The person who was receiving wasn't able to receive because they didn't have a practice of that. They weren't used to a receiving presence, right? And so there's this immediate where we go, oh my God, I should have done something. I should have had a present. I should have had this. And we go into our- It's the reactiveness- we go into our judgment. And so going back to what you're saying of like having a regular practice of being able to be present allows us to receive and not just from other people, from the universe, the gifts from the universe that are constantly incoming and the beauty that's there, we miss it Mm -hmm. in every moment. And it's there for us. So I was sharing that about presencing a practice like that. You can just literally be present and sharing it with one of my clients. And she was, she was expressing how years ago when she first encountered my, my practicing the presence, which what some of the things I do like with yin yoga or just being in meditation, she said, originally what was coming up was a lot of anxiety. Like she was like, how, how, how fast can I get out of here? Like, oh my God, I can't get out of here. I'm in a group. I can't leave. I'll disturb Stephanie. And I, you know, all this stuff was coming up. And she's like, I, I said, well, what kept you there? And she said, I think because I paid for it and I was going to disturb everybody else. That's what kept me there. She said, but there were like 99.9% of the parts of me just wanted to like bolt out of here. Yeah. And she said, it happened like three times in a row. And I said, well, good on you for, and, so, and somebody else in the class, because we were sharing this as a group, someone else in the class had said, good, good on you for like, you know, persevering and, and pushing through it. And I said, oh, I, you know, I want to change that pushing through it. I said, I believe that there must have been a part within you that, that had absolute faith, mm-hmm. absolute faith that in the unknown. And that's a key thing of presencing is like to be able to sit presently with not knowing allows uncomfortableness. and uncomfortableness is actually what is dispersing. And I said, you know, when that uncomfortable feeling comes up, when that anxiety or sadness or anger or whatever it might be, or like, I gotta get out of here kind of energy. 
it's often because that's what you have been sitting with for a long, long time. And it's actually leaving you. Mm. If we can literally, little, literally, literally <laughs> be present to that. And instead of being in it, just acknowledge it. Say, oh, hello. Hello, uncomfortability. There you are. And then it literally will dissipate. It makes space. And when we make space, that's the presence. Then we have an incoming that can actually have a place to land. Mm. And And I love that. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think that 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 piece for going forward into 2022 and do you have space? And immediately we think we have to do something. And like you said, being present to it and just looking at it and being like, oh, look at you. It lets it go. It really, truly can be all the work that's necessary and allow for things to move on. And you you laughed because you said laterally instead of literally. And (laughs) what if things are moving laterally and moving laterally right out of your life and off into wherever they're needed next. And now you have a space in your life. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Clouds going by. Yeah. Thank you. Next. Next. (laughs) It's so true. And I mean, I want to talk about this with time too. Like when people say, oh, I'm so tired and I don't have any time. Mm. It's because we're filled up with too much of the wrong stuff. And I don't want to say the wrong stuff in that way, but it's like we've been carrying burdens we've been carrying thoughts or less than ideals of ourselves that we're ready to let go of to make space and so if you're feeling crunchy right now and going oh gosh you know here comes the new year what am I going to do I'm not doing enough maybe that's what you're meant to let go of it's like what if you could allow this year coming up to be incoming to say I'm going to open up space and just pay attention to what my future self is asking me to do. I I can tell you there's times that I've said yes to things that in other, in other traditions or other, other, you know, coaches would say, well, Stephanie, why would you, why are you volunteering over here? Like, you know, that's using your time and your energy and you really want to use your energy towards the thing you say you really want to do. Sometimes sometimes Stephanie doesn't really know what she wants. I'll be honest with you. She just doesn't know. But the higher self of Stephanie totally knows. Yeah. And and that's when you can sit and be a presence in practice. Then you can say, okay, is this my higher self that's actually putting this here? Or is this my limited ego self that is saying, do this, then do that, then do this. Maybe my future self is saying, have you thought about this stuff? This may really be what your soul is calling to because it is going to change you in the most beautiful way. You're going to meet the most beautiful people. And at the end of my life, it isn't about what I've done. Mm -hmm. It's what's changed me to help me become the person I'm meant to become. I've heard it said before, like when you die, the person you meet who comes to get you when you pass over to the next world is the person you could have become. Interesting. Think about that for a minute. Hmm. The person that comes to get you at the end of your life is the person you were meant to become. 
And I think that as our soulful leaders, I know for myself as a soulful leader, um, there is a part of me that says, oh my God, I have to do more. <laughs> right? I have to get all that stuff done so that I'm the right person. And the other side of me, the one who is becoming that actual person that you just mentioned, she knows that it's not about what I do. It's about being present and really being settled in my okayness. Like, You're I am already yes, perfect right the way that I am. And the beauty that I am and that surrounds me, that's what allows me to be in my life and be with the people and be present to that and get the presence from being present. And when I, I know, you know, it's like, it's an ongoing practice for me. And I know that when I can do that, and when I actually do that, my life is so magical. And then I get lost. And I think, why don't I do that all the time? And it's a practice and <laughs> it's an ongoing practice. And the more I practice it, the more I'm able to do it. And that's the the loveliest thing about it. Yeah. So practice stopping. <laughs> yeah. Practice so that was my next question. I'm learning. Yeah. It is. It's an unlearning of a conditioning of, you know, we've been conditioned in this world of ours to be doers instead of beers. And there's a time and a place for doing. I'm not saying that there isn't. It just is that we're, we, we need, we need more energy put into being (laughs) because we've just, we've discounted it so much. We, we haven't seen the value in it. And so the practice really is developing our able, our ability to be and receive and be present and, and have space So I have a practice that I would love to share with you all, if you don't like, and it's something I'm going to practice this year too. And instead of a doing or a to-do list, I'm going to have a being list and I'm going to choose my top being. So when it comes to New Year's Eve, I'm going to look at forward into my life a year from now and say, who do I want to be? And I'm going to pick a word that most calls me, that really draws me or or speaks to me. Hmm. And that word I'm going to write down. So like last year I had the word savor, like really like satiation, like, like let, let my whole life just savor and, hmm. and be with that and let myself be nourished by it. So there's a lot of words with that. So my word was savor, savor the moment, savor the relationship, savor my health, savor it, like just be with it. And then what I'm going to have you do is take the opposite. So what is the opposite that you have been practicing probably most of your life that keeps you from being that very thing? Mm. And you're going to take that. So again, mine was savor. So what was keeping me from savoring was the fear that I'm not enough. Oh, wow. Lack. So I might just write lack. So that was it, lack. 
fear, lack. I'm going to write that on a candle, kind of write it on there where you can, you know, use a, a pen or you could etch it in. And then as your practice, every morning you get up and you light the candle and you savor or you, whatever your being is, you step into it, you breathe it, you, you know, dance it, you sing it, whatever it is that you love to do for your practice. And during that time, the candle is burning. And so what's happening is every time you practice, it's going to burn away the very thing that has kept you from the quality of being. I love that practice. I think that's fantastic for a, a new year practice of, of being in living into our future selves. So love to hear of what your word is. Please, yeah. you know, you know, drop us a line. Just send us a send us an email. We'd love to hear what your word is. Share. And may you ignite that light within you during this time that we're starting to illuminate now into the new world, into the new, new 2020, what is it? 2023? 2022. 2022? 2023. <laughs> what, what, what year is it? Doesn't matter. It doesn't. And to illuminate yourself moving forward in the most gentle, kind, loving way. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. So for all of you out there, if you have not uh, joined our email list, please go to the soulfulleaderpodcast.com and click subscribe. And the reason that I mention that is because we have a couple of things coming up which might interest you. So we've got our... Um, inner mastery that's coming up in January. And we also have our um, evolving leaders circle. So if you'd like more information on either of those, they are on our website and we do send respectful emails. So if you'd like to join us again, the soulfulleaderpodcast.com and we will be continuing with you next year. So imagine this, the next time we chat, it'll be next year. So happy so, new year, you all. Happy new year. We will be with you in spirit and we'll talk to you next year. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website, at the soulful leader podcast.com. Until next time. Bye.